Join us on this wonderful, uh, what's this, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday day late, uh, nor- day late normally. Yeah, how, how are you doing, my friend? I'm once again joined by, by Colby, of course. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Uh, both of us finally have a day off, so that's very nice. Uh, yeah. Sorry we couldn't get this episode out, I guess, earlier today. Because yeah, we right. both we both, had, we both worked um, Monday, so kind of had our hands tied there and we couldn't record sunday either because of conflicting schedules but yeah we're here now we're ready to roll uh lots of stuff lots that of has stuff. happened and lots of stuff coming up so it's exciting times if you're a nintendo fan but i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you how you were doing uh i'm doing well i uh am very excited to talk about everything that's been going on uh there's just we're we're honestly scared we may not be able to fit this all into the single <laughs> episode, but we'll try and we'll try and keep it uh, concise but also detailed. So I'm just ready. I'm ready to go. We will. So as always, thank you for joining us, and we are going to jump right into it. Right into it. There was a Pokemon presentation last Wednesday, but it got kind of got put to the sidelines by by the next Sakurai. piece of news. Yeah, we got a little Sakurai. So, there was, so obviously if you're a Nintendo fan, you know that the 6 DLC Smash Fighter was announced. Min Min, I'm not sure if, like, that was the number one person people thought was going to join. Um, I actually learned this. There was an ARMS popularity poll shortly before this Direct, uh, based on the characters, and Min Min won. Okay. So, I mean, there's our... Sakurai himself told us the reason that Min Min was in, but that could be like a an indicator of that she was a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. But For yeah, sure. Sakurai did another presentation on the fighter. Uh, he had to do it from his own house, which was interesting to see. It was just good to see Sakurai. Honestly. It was good to was see him in good health. He yeah, seemed he was excited to, to present not, everything. Yeah, and we're not going to get too. We're, I, I skipped past the part where Sakurai. Sakurai kind of looked like a YouTuber at first. He looked like he was actually oh, enjoying himself. He looked Big happy. Vlogger energy from Sakurai this time yeah, around. Showed off his showed off his dual screen TVs his where he crib. just watches TV and plays video games at the same time. So like every console co- under the sun. Coolest guy at Nintendo, hands down. But oh yeah, here it is. It's on the screen now. Min Min arms herself, and we're gonna get a look at. You already saw it probably, but we're gonna go over it now. At first, you're like, "Oh my god, this character's broken," but you kind of, it kind of, everything kind of falls into place eventually. Yeah, there are some things that balance her out, uh, but I don't know, man. It's just really weird to see this character in Smash because, I mean, Arms has like I I can say this as a person who has literally played Arms five minutes ago. <laughs> like you wouldn't think that. It would be easily translated into Smash, uh, but Sakurai being Sakurai and 
the team being as talented as they are, they were able to, you know, keep the spirit of of the original game alive while also uh, altering it a bit to to fit it well into Smash Bros. alongside the other characters. So, uh, yeah, the trailer was really good. Oh, yeah. By far the best part of the trailer was the anime. Oh, yeah. The, the animated parts of it were really fun. You got to see Absolutely. Captain Falcon so. and Kirby just in, enjoying some ramen. And then yes. Kicking everyone's yes, ass. So. so we got an in-depth look at... We found out, we found out pretty early on that She's gonna have a. She probably has the most unique fighting style of any character in the game, pretty comfortably, I would say. And yeah. that's and the first glimpse we got of that was her B attack isn't a special attack. Yeah. So basically, the A button controls her left arm, and the B button controls her right arm. Which I learned since I just played Arms that that's actually how you control the characters if you're not using like the joy cons if you're using like mm-hmm. a ray controller it's a for the left hand and b for the right hand so it kind of translates better into smash than i originally thought yeah it gives her more it gives her more variety as a character because yeah. obviously if you're if you're watching this on youtube right now you can see that her attacks are kind of slow if you've played smash you can see that her like almost like we made the joke it's almost like Byleth. it's Basically, it's you got a distance. A, she's not a heavy though. She's a medium oh, too. Right? Yeah, it looks like she's. It looks like she's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we. It's kind of like an, a semi bias situation where it's. Uh, uh, I don't want to say it. A, her, the attacks are a little slower, but they're also very long range. And uh, you know they're very. They're both very technical, I believe, and how they'll. They'll play in relation to each other in different ways, of course. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. It look, it looks really Sakurai makes it looks look pretty smooth. But I'm yes. curious to see because the skill ceiling on this character, I believe Zero and Alpharad both said this when I watched their reactions on it. The skill ceiling on this character is probably going to be really, really high. Yeah, if you yeah, definitely if you can like perfect this character and and get used to her, it's going to be tough. But it, it'll take time can... to learn this character. For yeah, sure. even in the gameplay that we saw, you know, I'll just probably skip to that right now. Like even Sakurai was just like he went He's up against just at least spam- yeah, yeah, Captain Falcon and Kirby, Kirby, who I think are both lighter characters than Min Min. Right, they are. I think. Well, they're at least faster than her. I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. they're at least faster, and he already, and he already said that they're that faster characters are going to be trouble for her. And yeah. it was made evident here because uh, these level eight CPUs kind of gave Sakurai the business for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. I mean, he still came out on top because he's Sakurai, but yeah. Look at him, just all smug, and content. Look at him, he's spamming. <laughs> yeah, no, he. There were a lot of smash attacks. You can actually do mid-air smash attacks with this character. Yeah, which that's I think is a first for the series. Think, Even though the smash attacks are super strange, like they're probably not. They're very different from every other smash attack in the game. I'd say. But her range is insane. Her range but, is I mean, nuts. One, but if you get her close, she's done. Like as you can see, like right here with Kirby, just kind of giving him the work. Yeah. But as you guys again, can, you can probably tell, we're, as you guys can probably tell, we're we're watching this uh, live yeah. right now. It was a, it was a lot to we watched it live, of course, but it, it just would have been a lot to take notes on, and it's just easier to watch it. Yeah, the new stage. Let's talk about that kill right there and transitioning <laughs> to the new stage. Spring Stadium. 
Yeah, this stage looks really fun, just from a casual perspective. Yeah. Uh, where you have these jump pads that, like, you know, obviously make you jump really high, but they also give you a hitbox, so it's actually a kind of a strong attack uh, mm-hmm. if you use it at the right time. I don't know, it just looks really cool. There are drones that fly items in on the stage. It just looks... Uh, it looks like a good stage that isn't super obnoxiously full of stuff, you know? Yeah, it... It, it has just enough. Like, it has just enough gimmicks to make it, you know, like, not a competitive stage or anything, but I believe it still makes it fun. Like, it has, like, the little overhead things that you can bounce characters off of. Yep. So, it looks really good. I'm excited for the music because yeah. they said that they're basically including, like, every track from ARMS, and ARMS has some good-ass music, so. It really does, yeah. I've never played ARMS, but even, like, the even the trailer song they are playing, like, wow, this is... Like they're very energetic. To it. Like you can get into super it. Super energetic, yeah. It does. It keeps you. It do, definitely does keep you involved throughout the entirety of the trailer. So, but let's talk a little bit about her moves uh, for a second. A, a bit more than we have. So her okay. down. So as we said, neutral B is her, you know, right arm. So it's not necessarily a special attack. But her down B changes. It's called arm change, and she changes the arm attachment on her right arm. So, the one that it looks like you'll—I don't know if you—I don't know which one you'll start the battle with, or if you can like toggle it, kind of like Pokemon Trainer. Yeah. But uh, her left arm is always the dragon. So when you shoot it out, I think you can hold the button. Sakurai well, said, and then you'll shoot out a—you'll shoot out a laser at the end. But yeah, the dragon can be equipped on both arms, so uh, you can have two laser spewing. Okay, so she hands. starts with. The, oh, her the ring, the ring. The ram, I think that's the ram ram or something, or the ram ram, so, yeah. something like that. So, yeah, the ring. We'll just call it the ring for simplicity's sake. So when the ring extends, it kind of it detaches from the arm and goes up in an arc back to the character. So it's kind of like a boomerang concept. Yeah, it's kind of like a boomerang, and I think it's meant to like uh, keep people jumping at bay. Yeah, because as Sakurai demonstrated, a small jump can just completely, uh, uh, dodge her, her big punch attacks. So, it's fast. It's not particularly powerful, but I think it's to keep those aerial opponents uh, in check a little bit. Yeah, and then she's got like the the mace. She's got, she's yeah, got the, like a mace, the megaton. It's called. I actually yeah, just used. I actually was just using that. And so, we're. And staying with the comparison to Byleth, that's basically your your aimier weapon, your heavy yeah, that's weapon. That's your that's your heavy hitter weapon. Suit very slow, but very powerful. Mm-hmm. And like Sakurai showed, a fully charged uh, Megaton smash attack can KO uh, people as low as like forty ish percent. So yeah, he very, KO'd Mario at like forty five, like forty six, forty five, forty six. Yeah, it's like if you're on the edge of the map, obviously, but still, it did some damage. So yeah, in in multiplayer battles, Sakurai said himself, uh, it's good to kind of just throw it out every once in a while in a, in a busy fight to take people out. But on one on one battles, it's, it'll probably be mostly used as a punishing tool when mm-hmm. your opponent flips up. So I'm I'm interested to see how much that'll be used in the competitive scene. Uh, in relation to her other moves but her up b is called it's basically it's just a a spring jump i think she uses her arms and like pushes herself off the ground yep. and 
the height is determined by how long isn't you it, hold it in the B button for. Isn't her um, up B like a tether? Isn't like a yeah, tether tool? Yeah, so if you use her up B on the ground, it's this like big spring jump that you can alter the height of by holding in the B button. But if you use it in the air, it's basically a grappling. It's a, it's a tether mm-hmm. recovery. And that's pretty self-explanatory. I'm not sure what happens when you hit someone with it, though. You know, like, I don't think we got will, will it be like see. will it be like Joker where it just pulls you down or will it yeah, be Joker and buy us like a whip or like so I guess we'll see yeah, yeah, there we'll are a lot of sure. there are a lot of tether recoveries in this D, in these DLC characters yeah there are but, a lot of them so from what we've said you may think that this character doesn't have a jab combo like a quick jab combo but uh, how Sakurai explained it if you hold in the A button it'll do the regular just punch attack with her left arm but if you tap the a button and continue to like rapidly tap it it'll actually go into a series of kicks which will be your rapid combo so she does still have uh, like a rapid jab which is good it's it's almost directly comparable to fox's yeah it's it's definitely a close quarters tool which is good because she doesn't have a lot of those uh neutral air is she kind of just swings her arm attachment around her but the the speed of the neutral air changes based on the arm attachment that she has equipped. So if it's dragon, it's pretty normal. It's not, it's pretty normal. I'd say dragon is like the default neutral air megaton. Mm-hmm. It's much slower, but much more powerful. And then if you use the ring, it's, it's super quick. It comes out like immediately. Yeah. Which is going to be uh, pretty interesting to see because you can switch arms pretty fast. Yeah, and even in midair, okay. like you can like switch them like really quickly. There's yeah, no the AB the AB combo definitely helps with that. So like you can press down B like a lot. Uh, I'm not. I'm curious to see if people like change arms in the middle of a combo. Oh, we forgot this. <laughs> oh yeah. So her up tilt is kind of like a wheel kick, which is cool. And then her up smash is a somersault kick, which are, again they very comparable similar. to Fox. Uh, but yeah, what but, Fox can't do that she can. Yeah, her up smash can deflect projectiles, which is actually something she can do in the game. That's one of her passive abilities, where if you dodge in midair, uh, she'll do a kick, like what you see in Smash, and she'll reflect an incoming uh, punch. So that's kind of Sakurai's way, Sakurai? Sakurai's mm-hmm. way of, of implementing that in Smash. Uh, also, we didn't talk about her her one smash attack that everyone's talking about, which is the smash attack with the ring, where it can basically yep. just free edge guard people. Yeah. Uh, Sakurai used it near the edge of the stage, just went underneath and completely edge guarded Ryu while Isn't, being like yeah. near the center of the stage. Isn't that like um it's the same concept as like Simon and Richter with the axe throw, it just goes through the stage. <laughs> Yeah, it's similar, but like this, like goes across the stage, then dips down and comes back. So it's a pretty big area of space that you control. Uh, so obviously, that's another one of her advantages on top of her many. It seems like a pretty balanced character. We'll have to see, obviously, when June 29th. Yeah, June 29th is when is the release date. But yeah, her down smash is also like Fox's. Her up yeah, air yeah. is also. Her up air is kind of like uh, Terry's, mm-hmm. and her down her down air is uh, Zero Suit Samus's essentially, where it's yeah. a dive bomb. It's a dive bomb kick. Uh, another important thing to note: when her arms are extended, 
the actual arms themselves are invincible. So it's basically a disjointed hitbox. So you know how Piranha Plant, when he does the down B and extends really far, if you yep. hit the neck, it'll still hurt him? Mm-hmm. Min Min is not like that. As we saw when Marth tried to counter. Right here, yeah. Uh, well, that's the link. But like earlier on, when Sakurai was talking about how her regular punches are basically immune to counters since they have such a long range. Yeah. When Marth counters, his sword goes through her arm. So yeah, he'll... So he, get, he's hard, he can't... Yeah. It looks like his sword connects, but it does not hurt Min Min. So it's a completely separated, separated hitbox from her body when she throws out those punches. Yeah, the range... The, the range doesn't come with just attacks. It kind of comes in all aspects with Min Min. So, there's, you, so when, if you are at a comfortable distance away from your opponent, you have the advantage throughout the entirety of the battle. But mm-hmm. the second you get close, it can be trouble It can be trouble for you because, like we said, she has slower attacks. And I would imagine it's the same concept as Byleth where, like, your farther range attacks don't do as much damage close up. Yeah, I, I imagine not. It's going to be, again, it's going to be interesting to see how people lab her out. I'm not sure what kinds of combos we'll see with her. Because yeah. there's such long, she's like a zoner character, essentially. Yeah, obviously, if you have the the upbeat tether, people are going to try to get that all the time. With the, yeah, they're going they're gonna to try and gimp you with the, with the recovery, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. But man, I love, I just love her. Her model looks really good in this game. No, yeah, I was, tech- I was talking to you yesterday. Like, Smash Bros. is, like, quietly one of the best-looking games on the Switch. Like, yeah, every Smash character Bros. is really well done. beautiful. I love it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, other moves we didn't touch on. Down tilt is, like, the Joker or Cloud slide across the ground. Yep. Is that it? I think Might we hit be. on most of the important stuff. But, yeah. I mean, every move is probably going to be important to every character. But, yeah, I think that's everything for Min Min, right? At least from what we can gather. Yeah, I believe yeah, look so. at Sakurai here. He's just changing arms on the fly. So he is. And, he's, he's oh, and the grab. Down. The grab is a tether grab, but it's it has a good range to it. So you know, it's gonna yeah. be it's, it's gonna be interesting. She's like a melee zoner, essentially. Yeah, essentially. So, so. now we just got away for number seven. Who who do you think? Obviously, there's some sore speculation with Kingdom Heart with a new Kingdom Hearts game coming to the Switch. I think still have. I, I think Crash is coming, man. I think Crash. Crash? I think Crash Bandicoot's going to come onto the scene. Do you think that would would that just burn the internet to the ground if Crash came? Well, his the... his fourth game is coming out. Crash That's Bandicoot true. Four was just revealed for the PS4 and probably five as well. Uh, it's called Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. It just about just kind of oh. dropped on us. A little self burn so- there. Sora, Crash, um, people want to see uh, Doomsday. Is that who it is from? From from Doom? Yeah. Is Doom that his guy. name, though? Doom, Doom guy. guy. Yeah, excuse me. Doom guy. People I've heard Doom see guy and Master there. Chief. I think Master Chief's more likely, honestly. Probably. I know Doom is on the Switch, but I, for some reason I'm thinking Master Chief could be that big surprise third-party character again. Mm-hmm. Because Min Min is first party, so we're kicking it off with a, a Nintendo property. It is, yeah. So that means, what, Joker third party, Banjo and Kazooie first. Banjo and Kazooie third. Not third. No, Banjo and Kazooie is third. third, yep. Terry third. Terry third. Hero's first. Hero third. So yeah, the first Back to back, first all, party. Yeah, so back to back first parties. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, 
obviously it's gonna probably take much longer with the whole world going to shit situation but <laughs> yeah definitely hopefully I- i'm excited i'm willing to wait and now with this character coming out uh the wait will be a little more bearable i think so it will so yeah that's min min and smash um if you're listening and want to heart and give us your thoughts please do oh yeah i i'm I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna see a lot of thoughts on Twitter about this character, so I'm excited to to see the debates going on about whether or not she's overpowered before she's even released. So June 29th, Min Min is coming to Smash Brothers along with uh, Vault Boy's me, me character. Oh my god! So, yeah. So yeah, people were hype about that too. That's a every single fighter, uh, or sorry, me fighter pack seems to have one big meme character in it. So, from Cuphead that, to Sands, and now Cuphead Vault Boy. to Sands, and now to Bethesda's own Vault Boy, All right. which I was super so surprised to see. But yeah, that's that's everything. I think that we all the I think we hit on most of the important parts about that. Yeah, at least the character reveal. There, you guys should definitely go watch the rest of the the reveal though. Sakurai goes on so many like tangents, but it's so wholesome and amazing. So it is. Yes. Yeah, so now. Lots of lots of poke, lots of stuff going on in the Pokemon world, and it can, it, it will continue to go on. Tomorrow there is another. Well, Wednesday the let's 24th. see the twenty fourth. Wednesday the twenty fourth there will be another Pokemon presents. It is confirmed to be eleven minutes long, so that's good. You, you can watch it as you eat your breakfast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, a lot of a lot of stuff happened in Pokemon in the recently. Tyler yeah. got down. Tyler's not at the Isle of Armor. Uh, a lot of new reveals and a lot of speculation about what's coming out the 24th. So, uh, do you want to start with the Isle of Armor? I mean, do we? I feel like we should start with Pokemon Presents first. Okay, what so was, Pokemon what was revealed yeah, there. We, so Pokemon Presents, we got four, I believe four items. We got Pokemon we got Small House. We got probably the weakest start in history. The weakest opener oh of all God. time. You, you talk like, about a duck. Like we thought GTA Five, like being the first reveal for the PS Five presentation, was bad. This is on another level. Pokemon Smile, Pokemon Cafe Mix, and then it got yeah. hype towards the end. So, so we'll start with Pokemon I Smile. Guess I guess we'll start with Pokemon. You said Smile. you got it, didn't you? <laughs> yes. I can't believe you. Oh. Please, then please take over, please. Pokemon Smile is essentially. A way to ensure that you don't get cavities. It is a toothbrush. It is a toothbrush game where you get points if you can hit the certain characters that pop up in your mouth. So, oh my god, um, I'm very good at it. So <laughs> I brushed my I brushed my teeth for 13 straight hours. It was incredible. Do so you go pro. Yeah, I've got the pearliest whites around the oh block. So my god. yeah, Pokemon. So yeah, it literally started with like a five year old kid like. Brushing, like literally taking like a brushes, brushes, brushes chompers. Yeah, so that was rough. And then I think Cafe Mix is out today. I think it is too. I, I saw some some stuff on it on so, some social media. So I think it released today. Yeah, Cafe Mix is essentially what, what the, is essentially what the title is. It's a cafe that you run for Pokemon. You make orders for these for your customers and whatnot. I guess I'll get some more information on it because i do think it's out today oh Which no is... it's not it's not expected june tomorrow? 25th june 25th okay so thursday 
No, it's not. It says right here, Pokemon Cafe Mix is launching on Nintendo Switch tomorrow, five hours ago. Oh, also, it's 24th, 24th. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, the free-to-start games, these players taking over Pokemon Cafe and trying to keep their Poke friends satisfied by creating a range of delicious drinks and scrumptious snacks. You'll be doing this by completing icon-matching puzzles, which features the faces of your favorite, po- of your favorite Mon. <laughs> favorite Mon. Yes. So, at the start so of the game, another... Your only helping hand. Fantastic. You know, it's hard to start starting up a small business these days. You know, if it's free to play. Fine. Yeah. Fine. It's like, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. I think it's coming to mobile too, right? uh, Who knows? I mean, we'll get into that later, but who knows? Fair enough. All right. All right. So you can see that we're obviously very invested in the news so far. (laughs) Yes. Then I guess we'll. However. We'll skip to Pokemon DLC then was talked about. The Sword and Shield Isle of Armor was revealed. It was released. They talked about it. Yep. Tyler played it. He's going to review it here shortly. But Pokemon Go. Then, we'll talk about that. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. So you know, I, I say that as if there was a lot of information revealed. Pokemon Go revealed that Mega Evolution will be coming to, to the game, which got a lot of people hyped. Uh, it got me hyped. I will probably hop back in uh, when that drops to see how it works. Uh, since I'm sure that that'll be that might be out closer to when I return to campus, so it'll probably, yeah, probably. be a a good incentive to get outside and, and walk around a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's gonna be interesting how they implement it because Pokemon Go, if you've played it, you know it's not centered around battling at all. So, I mean, they're they're starting it's to got, get, it's they got made it better. better. Yeah, so it's I, I assume it'll just be a battle thing, but maybe we'll have raids against Mega Pokemon, which would be pretty cool. Would be. Pretty However. Cool. Let's now move the on big to news. Oh, the biggest news. Everyone got really hype about this. Pokemon Snap after, what, a, a two decades? Like a decade? A long many, time. Many, many years. Too long. Pokemon Snap is returning to the Switch. Um, is it 2020? To... I, I don't think it is. I think they just said they, did, they pulled a Breath of the Wild. It's in development. Pokemon Snap is in development. People... Game looks incredible. Trailer it, game looks amazing. Th- those graphics are what Sword and Shield should have had. Yeah, people were roasting um, Sword and Shield, but it's a completely different engine. So I mean, I can't get too mad, but it, yeah, honestly, it should it should look like that. I mean, I don't know, man. If they have the ca- capability to do that, like just delay, just don't. Uh, we, we've oh we've ranted God. about yeah, that too much. Twenty, we're not going 20 years. Twenty years. 1999. So, yeah, it's it's called New Pokemon Snap, and it looks amazing. Is it called New Pokemon Snap? Is that the name of the game? Yeah, it's just okay. called it's just it's called New Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap, and I guess Bandai Namco. Man, people people were oh, hyping yeah. them up. I was about to say people were saying like this proves that whenever Pokemon is in the hands of another developer besides Game Freak, it always is so much better. It's a tough look. It's a tough look for. But yeah, Bandai Namco is is pretty. They they're pretty on the on the up and up. I think for most of their coming games. Coming soon. So could coming soon be a holiday release? I'd be. I don't know. Because I'd imagine if it was twenty twenty one, they would have told us. They probably would have. I don't know. It's hard to again we always speculate about how long game development takes and like the intricacies of it all, but we, yeah, we but really don't know. 
the looks we got, the game looked pretty well it, into development. Like it looks, yeah, it looks pretty far along. I mean, they can hide bugs and stuff. Like they can selectively choose what sorts of footage they put yeah. in there. So it's anyone's guess, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. It it looks damn good. Like it looks really damn good. I we never played the original Pokemon Snap, but I've you know, I've done my my research on it. I've watched playthroughs of it and it just looks like such a fun game. You wouldn't think that it'd be fun, but it's so beloved by fans that I was inclined to take a look at it and it actually looks like it'd be a really good time. And and it's perfect yeah. for the Switch. It's absolutely perfect for the Switch. Because it, it, it I really imagine is. it'll be like gyroscope where you're like looking around with the Switch in your hands. Uh, at least when it's undocked, and I think that's probably that'll probably be a gameplay element that's uh, implemented. So I'm really excited yes. to see what they do with it. Yeah, no, people are very excited for the return of Pokemon Snap. Obviously, it's uh, long overdue, very long overdue. Oh yes, of course. Okay, so do you want so do you want to review? I guess we'll stick with the the reveal and we'll go Isle of Armor yeah. and then we'll go with the speculation for next. Yeah, uh, we'll go Isle of Armor review uh, from yours truly, and then uh, there's so there there are some Crown Tundra leaks uh, that we'll get to, and then we'll talk about some speculation ideas that people are getting for uh, what's going to come out tomorrow. So, so Tyler, if please, you have how was the Isle of Armor? <laughs> so I'll just say this now: if first of all that level scaling thing was completely wrong. It was just, it was just complete. There was nothing of the sort, at all. So, not a good look for probably IGN and maybe the maybe Game Freak because apparently that's where they got their information from. Oh, but, yeah, not great. Uh, yeah, the highest there are there are no Pokemon beyond level eighty in the DLC. None. So, I'm gonna say if you have beaten the game and the post game completely this dlc will probably take you a day like you'll you'll probably be able to finish it in a day a sit down will take you a sit down or will take you like a day it'll take you a good few hours but like if you start at actually yeah i'd say a day a day's pretty good because you'll probably want to do some if you don't explore at all and you just do the story missions you'll be done like in an afternoon Okay, so a day. I imagine people would like to. Explore like, I'd the say, Isle of Armor, I'd so. say, in the in the window of one day, you will be able to complete it if you've beaten the game. All right, but not not um, great. <laughs> not they they add new Pokemon, which is nice, but really, I have no incentive to complete the new Pokedex. Uh, you know, besides getting all the new Pokemon that they brought back, but because they brought like Volcarona, Luxray. Uh, all sorts of new stuff. There are no new Galarian forms, though. It's just Slowpoke. Who turned out to be the quickest guy in all of the region. Yeah, who turned out to be the fastest. There are some charming moments in this game. Especially oh, I know. With... I, watched some, I watched some playthroughs. There were definitely some moments that made me laugh, and I was just like... like Avery, Avery and Clara are, are, good, are good additions to the cast, I think. Sword and Shield's characters are, you know, as far as Pokemon goes, they're pretty top tier in the series. They're not uh, bad. And especially in this, Avery and Clara have so much expression 
in their faces and in their mannerisms and in their in their speech and their battle animations. You no, know, it makes you oh, it makes it feel so good. They're such smug assholes. It makes it so good when you kick their ass just into the ground. A lot different than hop. Yeah, and both of their again, you can harp on Pokemon Sword and Shield for so so much. The music they just consistently keep good. The music in this DLC is really good. Uh, the Clara battle theme and the Avery battle theme are really good. Uh, the Mustard battle theme is really good as well. Spoiler alert, you get to fight Mustard later on. Uh, I guess we should put spoilers in this, you know? Uh, yeah, I think people will that, be, though. We'll probably be spoiling the entire the entire thing. But yeah, essentially, you when you arrive at the Isle of Armor, there's this guy standing in the train station who's like mumbling to himself. He's like, oh, I'm... I've been chosen to go to the dojo here on this island, but I don't know if I have... But there's this scary dude out here, and I'm not sure if I'm working up the nerve to go. You know, Avery... In my case, Avery comes in looking all smug, and then the guy runs away. So we essentially take his place. Avery's talking big shit. He invites us to a battle. We kick his ass. He actually tells us not to go to the dojo. Because, like, he in his inner monologue, he says that, like, oh my god, this kid's gonna make me look like fucking nothing in front of all these people. Yeah, kid's gonna whitewash me. <laughs> Seriously. But, you know, obviously, we show up, and uh, the matron of the the dojo called uh, Honey, uh, who actually turns out to be Mustard's wife, so, Honey and Mustard, Game Freak is very, very creative with their naming conventions. <laughs> but um but yeah she has uh she you know brings us into the dojo we meet all you know all the people who are training there uh they're just a bunch of generic npcs but uh then we meet the man himself mustard who was revealed earlier on in an earlier uh content release uh he is the master of the the dojo and he battles us. Uh, I think he has like level sixty Pokemon the first time. He has like two Pokemon. He's not yeah. going, you know. He's he's it's just a casual battle. We fight him. He was actually Leon's mentor, which is kind of strange how it was never brought up in the main game that Leon had this mentor who like taught him all these like things essentially. And Leon himself is only mentioned like once, and then it's kind of like forgotten. So, a weird story beat, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's a funny guy. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he's a good addition to the cast, but, you know, it, it's just kind of weird how there's very minimal interaction between the main game's NPCs and characters and this, even though there's an applied connection between them. But anyway. There is, yeah. So, once you, once you get there, you are the last member of the dojo needs to be at full capacity so you're given the yellow dojo training uniform and then you are sent on three tasks so task number one uh these three slowpoke just swipe avery's uh uniform his, his yellow uniform oh when, yeah they rip it they rip it right off one musters about there are a lot of like actually pretty well executed like humorous moments in this uh, dlc uh, as short as it is, they they land pretty well. Like the item get sound starts playing, and then it's like cut short when the slowpoke steal the steal the uh, 
the outfit, and then they just haul ass out of there. Like they are, they are out of the dojo. So task number one is to go go out and and catch. Well, actually, no, not catch to defeat these three slowpoke and get the different parts of the uniform back for Avery. So you do that single handedly. Bring it back. I think I know the second task. Yeah, hand it over to Avery, and you know, since you know Mustard says like, okay, you guys didn't really get a chance to go and you know to the rest of the generic NPCs who are part of the dojo. He's like, oh, you guys didn't get a chance. I'll say you all passed this test, so you're, none of you are eliminated yet. So then the second task is to go around the, is to go to the specific place on the island and find three max mushrooms. Yep. Since Mustard's hungry. So, you know, everyone goes out, and then Mustard just completely gives you the advantage. He's like, oh, I, f- I realize that you haven't been to this island. Let me show you exactly where the max mushrooms will probably be. So, he leads you out. There's this forested area where he says that most of the mushrooms usually are, but that a, a pack of wild Pokemon had recently come in and eaten them all. So he said, you should probably go check that cave back there. That's probably where they'll be. So you're like, okay, you do that. Go to the cave. You find three max mushrooms all clustered tightly together. So, you know, lucky you. Avery comes in. He's like, hey, uh, do you, I totally saw those first. You should give them to me. And then the player obviously says, like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> and and Avery's like, all right, well, I'll just battle you and take them. And then you kick his ass handily once more. Whitewash him once more. And he's like, ugh fuck and then he runs off and he says that he's gonna go find his own uh so then once you pick up the mushrooms you get a f- call on your phone it's it's honey she calls you she's like oh my god you're the first person to find him everyone else just can't find him anywhere bring him on back so you bring him on back everyone else reconvenes at the dojo uh, he's eliminated <laughs> mustard's like oh well d-. yeah no everyone is eliminated Every single person except for you and Avery, who actually comes in at the last second and says that he found three three more elsewhere. And he uh, implores Mustard to to use his cluster instead of yours, uh, which Mustard says, okay, fine, whatever. Which is actually beneficial for you, because you get to keep the mushrooms for something that'll happen in a second. So, you know, you get this big shot of everyone eating at this big table on the side room in the dojo. Uh, this this Dynamax soup, which we talked about in a previous episode. Yep. This is this is where it's introduced. So you do that, and then Mustard explains the process of how to use this soup to actually feed it to your Pokemon to give them a Gigantamax form. So it it takes exactly three Max mushrooms to of make this soup does. to give to give Pokemon the uh, the Gigantamax ability. So I did that immediately for my Cinderace, and I had a Gigantamax Cinderace, and it was really cool to see uh, my partner throughout the whole game finally get that that burst of glory that I feel like he needed. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the second task. So everyone's eliminated now except for you and Avery, and then d- pretty guess much what the last task is. Can you, get, can you guess what the last task is? It's a battle between you and Avery, a, a full Dynamax battle. Uh, behind the dojo, there's this big like enclosed space with like canyon or like big mountains uh and that's a power spot so you can dynamax your pokemon there so in both versions during this battle 
Avery and or Clara invoke, they kind of cheat a little bit. So Don't they Clara, make it so there's a there's an immediate status effect? Yeah, well, for Clara, I think it's much more effective because she scatters the field with toxic spikes before the battle. Yeah. But for Avery, he just induces psychic terrain. So I guess that makes all psychic stab more powerful. But honestly, it was just like I one shot at all of his Pokemon anyway, so it didn't even matter. Ineffective. Ineffective. But you know, it's it's a fun battle. They this is the battle they finally use Galarian Slowpoke, which is both of their aces since it's a psychic and poison type. Yep. Uh, they Gigantamax it, or sorry, they Dynamax it. Doesn't have a Gigantamax form, and you you beat them handily. It's 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 easy. It was like mere minutes after. My uh, my last battle with him, I knock him into the dirt one last time, knock that smug ass top hat off his head, break his glasses, take his Pokemon from him, uh, <laughs> and send him on his way. <laughs> yeah, so he says that this is where his reform comes in, or the two the two rivals kind of reform. They're like, oh, you can tell, uh, you know, Master Mustard that I that I cheated. I'll probably be expelled from the dojo for this anyway. And Mustard's like, yes, I know you cheated, and he's like, that's. <laughs> It's it's such a weird message. Don't he basically pats him on the head. He's like, "It's okay. You just wanted to win really hard, really badly, so you won't get expelled. Cheating's okay. Yes, yes cheating is fine, people. <laughs> cheating is fine as long as the other opponent actually wins. Yeah, you know, it's all good. If you cheat and lose, it's cool. If you cheat and win, well, we have problems. So anyway, that is the main story. That's the first part of the story. Then, and only then. Do you finally get Kubfu? This is your reward for for beating the Dojo's three trials. You get the That's sacred a, armor, which yeah. is just Kubfu. So, yeah, Mustard's bear. like, hey, let me show you this fucking bear. And he's a shy bear, so you need to be friends with him. And you need to form a bond in order for you to take the next step in your journey. So I'm like, cool. okay, cool. We're probably going to have to go around and max out his friendship, which is what I assumed. Um... Not exactly the case. There are places around the Isle of Armor where you can take Kubfu and admire the scenery together. Oh and God. that will increase your bond. So there are like four little icons on your map that show you where those like locations memories? are. Kind of like memories, except horrible. <laughs> so <laughs> you, go, you go to these spots and they're like, you see some of the dojo students. They're like, hey, Tyler, uh, we can help you. Uh, with this, this looks like a good spot for you and Kubfu to look at the scenery together. So it's like, okay, it's a, it, it shows you a shot of you standing motionless with a big-ass smile on your face, but you're just standing there in Kubfu. You look from side to side. There's a pan across whatever you're looking at. And uh, to my surprise, it only took one. I went to one spot. And then Mustard called me up. He's like, hey, yo, I think you guys are tight. Get over here. You didn't even have to go to all four. You go to That's one. And it's like, okay, you can go back now. Oh, like, I gave, I don't, I don't know if, like, I gave Kubfu the Soothe Bell. Because I was like, oh, you got to increase friendship. I'm going to give him this item. You know, that should probably work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason. Because maybe, like, one just completely maxed it out with a Soothe Bell bonus. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, knowing Game Freak, I doubt it. So disappointing. One's all you need to do. So then you go back. You go directly back to the dojo. Like literally two minutes after you left, you're back. And then he's like, "Okay, now you can go take on one of the towers." 
uh, you know, with with only cub food. So I was kind of right in my speculation. Yeah, we were, we where, were right, yep. But I thought the whole DLC would just be cub food. But no, it's this part of the DLC that's just cub food. So you can choose out of the water or dark tower. Tell the people where you went. I went to the dark tower because I wanted to incorporate cub food onto my permanent team. Uh, and I and I already had Thievil, so I figured I can just replace Thievil with Urshifu, the dark type form. Dark type is probably dark tower is probably the easier tower because it's a dark type and you have a fighting type and you literally one shot everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've I've kind of grown accustomed to the design, but I think water design does look better. But as far as stat spreads is concerned, I'm not exactly sure how that fits in. Uh, also, one thing I forgot to mention. I think before the first trial, before you go after the slowpoke to get Avery's thing back, Honey gives you the choice of either getting a Squirtle or a Bulbasaur oh, yeah. that can Gigantamax. So I replaced my Ludicolo with Blastoise because I thought his form was way cooler than Venusaur's. You got and then Honey to level eighty in four seconds. In four seconds, just with with candies because they don't restrict you from using those in the Isle of Armor either. So it just makes it even more of a pushover. But I used Gigantamax Blastoise. It, it was fun. I liked having him on the team. Uh, he's a good addition. Uh, I like that they gave you the option of, you know, having him, even though they kind of just hand it to you. And then Honey keeps Bulbasaur for herself. So back to the towers. I climbed the Dark Tower, one-shot everything, and then you find at the top mustard who's like i you know i thought you'd choose this tower so here i am uh now you need to battle me so you have to battle uh this is where he shows his true colors he like does a fucking triple backflip tears off his like old man robe and he's like ripped to the core like like, he is like master roshi dragon ball looking ass ripped to the core (laughs) he has the champion symbol on his like yellow gi that he's wearing and his music is super cool. Like, I love it. It's a one-on-one fight. You and your Cub Fu versus him and his Cub Fu, because he has one, too. Oh, my God. Uh, his Cub Fu actually has Aerial Ace, so it gave oh, me a little no. bit of trouble. Uh, but his was 70. Mine was 80. So oh, okay, I, I'll do it. I basically one-shot him again. And he's like, ah, oh, you, you truly are a master of battle. Here, look at this scroll. So then you look at the scroll of darkness. Okay, first of all, Cub Fu, probably one of the cutest Pokemon ever. Because there's a few animated cutscenes with him. And he's like, whenever he gets excited, he just throws punches in the air and like darts all over the place. Very uh, likable. Yeah, very likable. But unfortunately, this is the last I'll ever see of Cub Fu because I evolve him into this bear man. Urshifu. Uh, and then, yeah, you're. that's pretty much it. You you get your Urshifu, and then you walk out of the tower with Mustard. But Mustard says something, which is interesting. He says, like, good, maybe you're finally ready for what's to come. So he alludes to something later, some sort of, I guess, prob- something that's going to arise later that we'll need to be ready for that we don't know what it is in this dlc yeah. so i'm thinking it's probably going to tie into crown tundra probably but you go back to the dojo 
Uh, and I believe that's everything because there, then you can rematch Avery for the last time. Well, you can rematch him more after that, but that says he goes through one last level jump and then that's it. And then that's also where you can rematch mustard, uh, whenever you want. Uh, oh, actually, no, sorry. You actually have one more battle with mustard going all out in that back, uh, area of the dojo. You know, this is his this is his team. This is probably what his team was when he was champion. Uh, and it's a pretty good fight. Like it's a nice, you know, refreshing change of pace from the from the complete easy nature of the rest of the DLC. But he has the gig- he has the opposite Urshifu of what you chose. So, so he's he, water. So he had the water type and hit and he has the capability of gigantamaxing it, which is really cool. Your Urshifu actually doesn't have the capability to Gigantamax yet. Just to maybe Dynamax. That's maybe that's what he alludes to. Well, the thing, no, because there's a bit more content that I almost forgot. Because I, you, I actually know that you know what I'm talking about. So once you beat Mustard, Mustard's like, oh, you can probably Gigantamax that Urshifu, but it hates Dynamax Mushrooms, so you need to add another ingredient to kind of make it so that he'll actually eat the damn thing. But he doesn't tell you what it is. And then, our favorite character, Hop, <sighs> comes to the comes into the play in the DLC, saying he's on, he, he and Sonya split up to research different areas. Hop went here, and I think Sonya went to the Crown Tundra, so we'll probably see her in the next DLC. But yeah. Hop's here, for better or for worse. For worse. He said, oh, what do... So he kind of helps you deduce what uh, what Urshifu needs to, to eat to Gigantamax. So yeah, we go through... We kind of travel around a little bit, do some side quests, and eventually we get to this kind of formation of islands that forms a honeycomb shape. Because mm-hmm. uh, eventually we d- deduce that it needs honey from Vespaquin. Uh, and then, once we're there, we get attacked by a Dynamax to Vespaquin. Oh, no. Uh, we beat the Vespaquin. It drops some max honey. Uh, and then Hop's like, holy shit, that's it. And then we go back to the dojo, combine the max honey with the three max, with three other max mushrooms that you need to find around the place. And then, bam. And then, bam, you get Gigantamax Urshifu. Uh, apparently, the Dynamax version of Urshifu is much better than the Gigantamax, but... I'm probably not going to use them in competitive, so I I Gigantamax it nonetheless. And I th- now I think That's that, that, that that is truly everything. Uh, there are All a few right. other things that you can do around the Crown Tundra. Uh, you can There's this gigantic Waylord off the coast when you first arrive. It's level 80. Uh, you can catch it, and then it'll never show up again, which is kind of sad. But... Pokemon can actually follow you now in Isle of Armor. Like like in Heart Gold, Pokemon, you have follow like uh, Heart Gold and Let's Go, I think are the only two games that implement it. Uh, and now this. Um, it's very much tacked on at the last minute because it's inferior in almost every way to those last two. But I mean, I guess it's a nice gesture. Uh, <laughs> when you catch the gigantic Waylord and then have a Waylord follow you, it's so much smaller than the actual Waylord, what which I think is down. 
it, it is a letdown. But and then there, are, you you guys like Koroks from Breath of the Wild because now no. Pokemon has their own no. version of Koroks. Well, it, they're just they're Alolan Diglets. There's this trainer at the beginning. He's like, "Hey, I have 151 Alolan Diglets, and I lost them all. Can you go find them?" <laughs> I lost every single one of my goddamn diglets. <laughs> Dude, I went from 151 to zero. Can you please help? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I saw this like, diglet. Grabs you on the shoulder and starts shaking you. Please. <laughs> please help me find my diglets. Mr. So you'll Champion, see their, man. You'll see their little, like, yellow hair sticking out of the ground, and that's how you know where to find them. But there's a little scripted cutscene at the beginning where you find a diglet right before the bridge where you go to the dojo for the first time. And that's where he's like, Oh, you found my diglet right in the fucking open. You're you must be really good at finding diglets. Please so, find the other 150. I was about to say you found one. Can you please go find 150 more? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> I have not found them all yet. Like I, I have, I don't even know what the reward is. I have no, uh, I have really no incentive to go after them. No. But I, I probably will later. All right, so give it a score out of ten. Ah. <sighs> Man, and does it I, and does it and does it add value to Sword and Shield? Here's the thing, okay. This DLC is obviously, I think it's very apparent that it's supposed to be played kind of intertwined with the main story, because you know it's it seems like Game Freak was going for like, oh, you're joining this family at the dojo, and you're like going along these trials together because you can actually give your watts, which is the currency of the wild area where you like go up to raid dens mm-hmm. and they'll give you watts. You can give, you can donate watts to the dojo. And as you do that, the dojo will become more and more like, like it'll give more features to the dojo. Like you can add a vending machine that gives you like the stat increasing like bottles, like Carbos and, like those things that, yeah. that raise your base stats. Uh, you can add the ability to change your hair and like look in the dojo, and you can add all these things. Like you can upgrade the dojo, but you know it seems like that's something you're supposed to do over time. You know, not all at once. You need like three million watts to max it out, which is absolutely nuts. But anyway, you know, with the I'm not. I think that. Since you do uh, since you do unlock the dojo or the the DLC so early on, I think level scaling will be in effect on in those l- earlier levels. Yeah. Uh, so I think that this DLC is meant for that purpose, but I don't think many people will get to experience it as it's meant to be played. You know. Yeah. Because pretty much everyone who has the game has beat it already, and I don't think that this DLC is going to draw in too many new people. Yeah, I don't think too many people are going to restart the game just to get that experience. So I feel like, you know, if I were to play it through like that, I'd like it a lot more. Yeah. But now that I'm done with it, I'd probably give it like a six. Yikes. There are some cool new features. Like, they added brand new moves, completely new to the series. Uh, And some of them have really cool competitive uses. Like, a lot of them are based around, like, terrain or, like, stat increases or decreases there's a ground type move that causes like a burn effect sometimes it's, it's really cool and like the you know the diglet searching is kind of fun the wild area is much more vibrant and you know alive than 
the base game wild area, even though the graphics are still pretty shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the characters are, are interesting, but you just don't get to be with them as much. Yeah. It just, you know, it just seems like another case of so close. Like, there's so much potential, but, you know, it's it just wasn't enough, you know? So I, I'd probably give it a, a six. Um, you know? Not too much you need to get it for. I think Crown Tundra will be much more worth your money and time yeah. based on just these leaks and already the confirmed stuff that we know we're going to be able to get there. Yeah. So I think that's meant to be played post main story. I, hope I would hope. So. So. I would hope so. Consider anyway. considering its focus on legendary Pokemon, like even more so than the one legendary Pokemon that you get in Isle of Armor. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the case as well. So I'm going to give it a six out of ten. It was nice. I'm you know I'm glad I played it, but there's really no. I don't know. There's no reason for me to go back to it now. So yeah, no reason. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah, it it was just super quick. You know, I I taught some of the new moves to my competitive mons, which I think will <laughs> you know shake. I think it'll shake them things up. I actually went up against a team who was using some of these new moves, and they they fucking they they nearly took me down immediately. But yeah, that's that's my review on that on that Isle of Armor. Uh, kind of a recap spoiler review uh you know i mean but eh, i mean if it's gonna take you an afternoon to play i mean if it's gonna take you an, i know it's it's not like it's unpredictable or anything yeah but you know it's it's okay it's all right you know so one of our listeners actually said that they like when we try to predict the future mm-hmm. and about eight minutes ago you had a fantastic transition into the latest leak that comes to pokemon yeah. And it's centered around this series. Well, leak's a strong word. I think it's a rumor, right? Like, there's no real evidence for this, right? Oh, did I say leak? Yeah, I meant rumor. So, so there, yeah, we we'll, have we'll get to, Tyler. We'll get to the, uh, the actual the leaks later. In the world, we have tons of evidence. I mean, like, this alone. I'm just looking at a picture. There are... Like, 15 plushies. That's enough evidence for me. Um, okay. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the speculation that Pokemon Let's Go Johto is the next installment in the Pokemon, I guess, series. Franchise, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We're think People are thinking that a Let's Go game set in Johto is going to be what's going to be revealed tomorrow. Yes, and if you're listening on Wednesday morning today and if it was announced um credit to not us because we did not come up with this yeah no we were definitely not the first no so what so it's simple math really when you think of it so we have confirmation that there's going to be a big project announced in the next presents plus a wall full of plushies that include polito sudowoodo ampharos lugia and ho the legendary dog trio all three starters Let's go Eevee covered by Umbreon and Espeon. And if you add all that together, you get you equals to I'm sorry, a, a wall of a, a wall of plushies. Yeah, do you not see this picture? Hang on, I'll share I'll screen share it with you. I I can't say that I did. Right here. Oh, right behind uh Yep. 
So you see, is, that, is his name is Poly- his name Ken Sugimori? I think that's his name. I believe so. Yeah. So Polito, Sudowudo, Ampharos, legendaries. Uh, the starters are right here. And then, oh God, let's, you're let's right. Go, let's go, Evie, Umbreon, Espeon, Evie. Evie. Oh, you're so right, though. Now, here's my concern with that. I feel like if this is going to be Let's Go Johto, and after kind of taking into account Game Freak's track record as of late, this will probably be one of the most bare-bones versions of Johto we've ever experienced. Because my theory is that Kanto isn't going to be in it. It's not going to be Heart Gold or Soul Silver. It's going to be Gold and Silver. No, Gold and Silver had, had Kanto as well. It's going to be Gold and Sil. Goal and sill. <laughs> I I don't know. For some reason, I have a sync. Like I feel like they're going to take Kanto out of this game if it is true, and if it is actually. If they do that, we're gonna riot. <laughs> like I I didn't buy the first. Let's go. Colby and did. If they, if they take, like I I like this will basically be a remake of one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time, but just without the post game, which I will be sorely. Which will be sorely missed. If the, I don't know, it just feels like something that Game Freak would do nowadays, anyway. No, so I played the first Let's Go. I believe I gave it an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. It was my first like real Kanto experience. It was charming. Obviously, like a lot of the same complaints that Sword and Shield had. Like some like can be said about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee to an extent. But nonetheless, yeah. I enjoyed the game. It was it was a different kind of Pokemon experience. They took a chance, which I always appreciate, and. I liked it. They built off the success of Pokemon Go. I mean, so it looks. I think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee look visually better than Sword and Shield. Yeah, but I again, like, I'm with you on Game Freak stock is incredibly low at the moment. Not only I with just, Sword I just feel like they'll be too the lazy DLC. to add to add that, you know. Yeah, not just with Sword and Shield and the DLC, but we just saw Bandai Namco and Pokemon Snap, and that game looks incredible so phenomenal. far. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine they, I, I would imagine they'd use the same exact engine. They have no incentive to change it. I mean, I guess they could just copy paste Let's Go Pikachu's Kanto into this Let's Go Johto game. Maybe they could. Uh, yeah, they could. I mean, if you want to add on some, maybe I mean, make not. Like, I don't think maybe Let's Go, changed. Let's Go Gold gets like the who are the home? Do you, do you know by chance the Hoenn legendaries that are specified in each? The Hoenn like, legendaries. Remember the remember in the deal in the post game you can go get the Hoenn oh, legendary. Oh oh oh, I think it's Groudon, Soul Silver. I think Heart. And, I think Heart Gold is Kyogre Groudon and Groudon is Soul Silver. And if you get both, you can get Rayquaza. you get Rayquaza because there's so much post game content. Yeah, in so Gold much. and Silver. It, I mean, Heart Gold, Soul Silver added those Hoenn legendaries and the Gen Four legend like. That they they added that gold, the original gold and silver obviously didn't have that because they came out before those generations existed. So, but even still, like that's probably the largest post game just in a oh game that I've ever experienced. Com- you know, comfortably for me, it's huge. And, and for some reason, my my faith just isn't really high enough no. to really give them the benefit of the doubt that that will be in it, in all of its glory at least. No, yeah, the reason I got this case is because I checked to see if. Bandai Namco or Game Freak, it's Game Freak made it, but you know, it's just 
it's unfortunate because you you do get to battle red in this game, and I feel like the lore of that battle would be taken away. But yeah. actually, never mind. There's nothing that there's nothing that they can do to take away the lore from battling red on top of Mount Silver. Like, yeah, it's never. But I'm afraid you might be right, like, because they're like, okay, well, we already have Let's Go Pikachu. That basically is the post game of. Well, Our actually, post-game. well, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be weird because, like, Let's Go like takes place. Is let's go like an alternate dimension or something or for what? I thought for like Kanto, like in relation to Gen One. Not really. No, it's just it's more like Ash's journey instead of Red's. Yeah, because Red, because Red you in that Pikachu game, or, yeah, you get Pikachu or Eevee as your starter. Um, you don't battle any of the Pokemon. You either cat you catch them or you like run away. It again, yeah. it's the it's the Pokemon Go concept. There there are gym battles. There are trainer battles. You yeah, do get yeah. to get the you do get the legendary birds. You do get Mewtwo. You get all that. It's just it's just tinkered a little bit with as far as the wild Pokemon. You can see the wild Pokemon in the wild, yeah, so that's, that's really super cool. cool. You I can like you can catch all the starters, which I did. You can catch Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think it's a cool. I think it's a really cool concept. Um, if they take away Kanto in Pokemon Gold, <laughs> let's go. Silver, um, people are gonna burn Game Freak to the ground. That's just the reality of it because you can't yeah. have, you can't have more content in a two that in like a two in like a nineteen nineties two thousands game, more than the twenty twenty like or twenty twenty one whenever it comes out if it were to come out. Mm. Switch game, and we're talking about this like it was announced. So, yeah, so, this is still completely unconfirmed. And yeah. I guess we just have to wait until tomorrow to find out if it's really true. It's been ten years since since Dark Gold and Soul Silver. Ten years. That it has. What a bygone era that was. Okay, what's more likely? I I think I know what it's gonna be. I think it's. Just, I, we'll get this out of the way. I think it's Ooh. gonna be Pokemon Sleep for confirmation. Like there's a date. I think it's yeah. Gonna but be a do you think it's just gonna be only? Do you think it's only gonna be Pokemon Sleep? There like there has to be more than that. Like that. I don't feel yeah, like that's some huge project, right? Yeah, no, they won't do 11 minutes on Pokemon Sleep. They probably could do 11 minutes on Let's Go Johto. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What do you think is more likely, Let's Go Johto or Sinnoh Remix or in development? Uh, I think Let's Go Johto is more likely. <laughs> it pains me, but I think I agree. I mean, yeah, it's just easier to take this engine because, my God, if they. If they use the engine for Diamond Pro Remix that they use for Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. I will I will lead the charge. I will lead the riot. <laughs> I will buy all of you pitchforks and torches. We will go there ourselves. But yeah, no, that is speculation anyway as to what is going to be announced Wednesday morning. And if you were listening to this before that, then... If it is Pokemon Let's Go Johto, take everything we said into account. And if it's not Pokemon Let's Go Johto, well, then you can yell at us. It's fine. Right, yeah. Do you want to get into Crown Tundra leaks? Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, I just got a text that I had to respond to immediately. So, all good. Uh, Crown Tundra leaks. These were data mined from uh, Isle of Armor. Were. Of course they were. Because Game Freak is pretty bad at covering their tracks from data miners. So some stuff has been, is already in, in the code of the game. So, uh, first thing that was found was some fly locations, uh, you know, kind of places where you can take a Corviknight, uh, taxi to, uh, 
there's a code. Some of them have code names. One is Chica. Uh, this seems to be like a legendary catching location because there are lines that read like Chica, Legend, and then a number, and then it's kind of like sequential. So it seems like you can kind of go to certain places where you can catch certain legendaries. Uh, they have the Reggie locations. There's something called Bird Tree, which is probably the tree where you encounter the Galarian legendary, legendary birds. birds. And then there's a location known as simply Crown, uh, which will, which is unconfirmed, but I assume it has something to do with Calyrex. There is um, an event. Crown? I would assume it could be the temple where the Reggies are. Uh, yeah, it. I guess I suppose it could be. But oh, that's true. I mean, I don't think the Reggies are going to be the main focus. I don't think they will either, but I think that they'll be introduced first of all the legendaries. Yeah, I, uh, that's probably true. Yeah. So speaking of Reggies, there's an event to catch Regigigas. So Regigigas will be in Crown Tundra probably after you catch all five Reggies. Uh, there are some other unknown events, one with a codename Garium, and one hat. And one seemingly happening after you've done both Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra stuff. And it seems like it involves the Musketeer trio, including Keldeo. Mm -hmm. So that might be something that's coming through. Uh, Isle of Armor had 17 zones, and Crown Tundra has the same amount, but uh, they're much bigger. Uh, there's actually kind of... Uh, I saw an image, they had data mind the general look of the crown tundra it'll be directly underneath the main area of the game and comparing it to isle of armor it's like probably double the size mm. so but but the areas look a bit more spread out so i'm hoping it's not just empty space that they've added but i suppose we'll see uh here's here's some good story things four chapters there are four chapters Ooh. that this is split really? in, that this is split up into, and we have we have names for them. So oh the first God, one, please. actually, I believe you might not be correct for the Reggies being the first Reggie being the first legendaries introduced. Okay. the first chapter, a legendary tree of a legendary three. So that's yeah, be, that would that's, uh, that's that would probably. Trio. That would probably cancel out my theory. Yeah, sorry about that. Second, second chapter: the terrifying titans lurking, locked away. Okay, that has to be the Reggies. That's, that's Reggies. A... That's Reggies. Third, which is really interesting, they came from the ultra beyond. Does oh, that's the legendary dens? I don't think so. Who do you think it is? It's Ultra Beasts, I think. I think they're bringing Ultra Beasts back. Okay, because what's the fourth? The fourth is the sacred bond of sovereign and steed. That has to be Cal, Cali. What's the fuck? Caladex. Calyrex. Calyrex. So sorry. There are, from what has been data mined, there looks to be for sword and shield. Assuming this is the last expansion, they're going to end with eight hundred and ninety-eight total Pokemon included. Definitely step up. Uh, that's still not all the Pokemon, but... Step up for sure. Step up for sure, of course. Um, there are two new Pokemon that we still have no idea about. Uh, they have code names. 
and it seems people are speculating that they're going to be like counterpart horse legendaries because because of the the steed in like the last chapter title mm-hmm. uh, and these two new Pokemon seem to be able to combine with Calyrex in some way so kind of like so a like a uh... white hiram black hiram situation Mm-hmm. So, Damn. okay. It looks Four like chapters. Got, that's hype. Yeah, that's pretty hype. And we have looks like we got fusion coming back into the limelight. It also and, looks like that Sonya's doing way more work than Hop. Oh uh, yeah, Sonya's fucking out here. Actually, this is why she's the professor and Hop's the assistant. But yeah, that is all the leaks I have for you. <sighs> okay, that's good. That's pro. That's. That's the first good Sword and Shield news I've heard since it's released. So we're very happy to hear that. And one last thing before we put a bow on this. Nintendo announced that it's going to, for now, stop making mobile games after Mario Kart World Tour's kind of flop. Um, There's also rumors that Animal Crossing New Horizons' success has led to this because they obviously saw what what you can do when you bring a game from a handheld to a home console. Animal mm-hmm. Crossing is dominating even this day. Right. And yeah, they're going to continue they're going to they're going to continue um updating and constantly looking over the current ones like Go, um Masters like you play, Mario Kart World mm-hmm. Tour. They're going to continue to they're going to continue to keep their hands on, but as far as funding new projects, that has been put to a halt. I think it's a good move. I think there's too much out there that Nintendo needs to do. To he's put out there on the switch because you know we've already talked about the switch being around for another couple years at least so you want to keep that live you want to keep that going you want to keep competing with the the ps5 and the xbox series x you gotta put your attention on the home console so very excited to see what that leads to and obviously very excited for pokemon presents tomorrow and i completed Mm -hmm. future connected for those of you who care and yeah it just adds on to xenoblade so you should probably just go buy it now honestly right and with that said, oh, there's one more thing. What's I actually that? forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you this. So on the oh, I'm stretching right now, I'm sorry. So <laughs> on the latest episode of Three Guys Two Souls, which is we did a collab with them. You should definitely go check them out. Um, someone asked Brock. Someone asked Brock if there was any talks of us and them combining as one podcast, oh. which. I want to co- I want to quickly say that there has been zero talk between us and them <sighs> like on a podcast level since we did our collaboration. Yeah. And <laughs> although I although it's a, if you li- I'm assuming you listen to both of the shows so shout out to you whoever that is. And Yeah. Although it's it's a it's a great idea in theory but it's probably very unlikely just because not because like I feel like we do we get we we all get along great and we really enjoy the collaborations we did but our genres are so different and yeah it's hard enough it's hard enough just to get tyler and i schedules to line up i couldn't imagine four people schedules lining up to record that's just that's a lot and we're both obviously doing our own rebranding like we're gonna start season two here in a couple weeks they're 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 getting a new name and a new host i think so there's just a lot going on and Obviously, we we're gonna collab with them in the future, and we're gonna continue to do more stuff. But 
for now, there's been no talks of that happening. And if I had to guess, it's probably unlikely. It's nothing against three guys, two souls. It's just... And their platform is so much bigger than ours. Like, they have nothing to gain from us joining forces. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have the A, we have the A team. You know who we need? We need, like, the C team to come hop in right now. No, they don't need that. So... We're great. For, we're we're great. We're great podcast friends. We'll continue to collaborate in the future, but joining mm-hmm. forces unlikely. Yeah, but uh, speaking of how the podcast is doing, thank you guys all so much for two thousand total plays. Yes, yes, that's very. It's, it's ex- wild. That's exciting. That's good. Yeah, it is. It is exciting. You know, Tyler told me that at work, and I kind of brushed it off. But now that I mean, yeah, you were you were. I had it my was a pretty crappy day at work. I had, I had my reasons, but no, 2,000 plays is really cool and a way more than I thought we'd get before uh, before we got to a year. And we're not even at a year yet. We have like another month to go before we even get there. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. And continue, those of you who continue to listen to the Switch It Up podcast, this has been episode 45. Exciting news. The Switch It Up payroll after oh. 10 months and 11 months of sitting still has been officially opened. So... Mm-hmm. We actually have a new right. logo, and we have a new logo in development. So that's very exciting stuff for season two. Yes, we have st- we have stuff that we have stuff that we have talked about changing or tinkering. I guess uh, the logo is one of those things, and we'll continue to update you guys on what we'll be messed with mm-hmm. going down the line. And if you want to help out with that, you can take the survey, which will be in the description of this episode. Yeah. Take it if you if you listen to the podcast. This is your first time. What do you want to see improved? What do you want to see? stay let us know and you can speaking of the podcast you can follow it on twitter at switch up pod that's where we post our episodes the second they drop you can follow the you can follow the youtube the youtube stock went up a little bit last week so keep that up switch it up on youtube you can find our logo you can find our latest videos which, which, which we um, recap xenoblade and paper mario trailer uh, individually, you can follow myself at Colby underscore Moyer on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Samsel and on Instagram at T Samsel Eleven. I about forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> uh, we'll be putting polls up uh, every once in a while in case we want your guys' input on some questions for episodes. And oh yeah, uh, Apex Legends is coming to the Switch. Very excited about that. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, thank you guys again so much for watching, and we hope to see you around for the next one. Enjoy the Pokemon Presents, gamers. Have a good week. Bye.